everything we consciously decide on is based on automatic reactions and suggestions fed to us by system one. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Louisa Nicola. Welcome to the Neuro Experience. And today is Sunday Fire, where I'm delivering you a 10-minute brain hack episode to get your mind and your brain started for the week ahead. Let's go. A lot of you on here who have just joined us, uh, welcome My name is Louise Nicola. I am the founder and creator of NeuroAthletics, which is a full-service athlete mental performance agency. We're based out of New York City, Tribeca, and we are filming and recording all of our podcasts here at the Everlast headquarters in Times Square. I'm so excited to have you here. Now, what I want to talk to you about today is what we really do at NeuroAthletics is we get people to focus better. Now, a lot of people, you know, ring in, message in, email, ask, you know, what do you do? And yes, we work with elite athletes. Yes, we work with corporate organizations. And we do a lot from, you know, brain health to post-concussion to pre-concussion to literally optimizing people's brains. But if I had to bring it down to one single thing of what we do, it is we get people, no matter who you are, no matter if you're an athlete or a corporate um, employee or just a mother, a father, whoever comes on board at NeuroAthletics, we get you to do one thing and that is focus. We get you to be more present and in the moment. And why do we do this? Well, I have a strong belief through all of the research that I've done and through all of the findings and methodologies that I've created for NeuroAthletics over the last 10 to 12 years is this. I truly believe that you produce your best work when you are living in the present moment. And this goes both neurologically and through your mindset. I don't believe you can produce best work, even at home or in a relationship or on the field or in the office without being 100% purely in the moment. And there is a lot of neuroscience involved in this. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about today, the neuroscience of focus. So the latest research has shown that we have an anti-distraction mode in our brain. Now, this means that focusing on what matters moment to moment is not only about intentionally paying attention to something like listening to this podcast and taking in all the information, but also about suppressing all of the distractions in the background. Now, why is this important to us and what can we do about it? Because every single person, I have no doubt, if you're listening to this, you know very well that you could benefit from focusing better. If you are a entrepreneur and you own a business, imagine if you had or increased or imagine if all of your employees increased their um, focus by 500% or even by a mere 100% or 20%. What would that do for your revenue? What would that do for your company culture? What would that do for your retention? What if you're an athlete and you're listening to this or just a fitness enthusiast? Imagine if you could go to the gym or to a training session and you had 100% complete crystal clear focus. What would this mean at the end of the week for your training? What would the results be? In this day and age, guys, where companies spend a lot of money to figure out how to get our brain to pay attention to them, we need to understand how to switch off to reduce our overwhelm and keep our sanity. Okay, because the way technology has been going and is headed in, you know, 2020 and beyond is a result of some highly refined analysis on how to get our attention. 
So when our attention is fractured over a period of time, our stress rises and we become less effective. And I know you all know what I'm talking about. Later studies show, um, I read this in the Scientific America only about two weeks ago, that the average person opens up Instagram 150 times a day. That is scary. So how do we get our brains to focus better? Well, according to Daniel Kahneman in Thinking Fast and Slow, he believes that there are two brain systems that control our attention. He calls these systems System 1 and System 2. Now, let's go into both of them. Now, System 1 is the automatic system. That's where everything is effortless. Um, That's where we do things subconsciously. We're skilled. We're fast at it. We're associative. Our That's where our rules of thumb and our framing biases come from. Our automatic system is the system that I call the peak performance or flow state. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that this is the state of absolute brilliance. This is what all professional and elite athletes get into at some point in their lives. And it's what we try and achieve at NeuroAthletics. We try and get you into the alpha brainwave state, which is also called the peak performance state or the flow state. And I know you've heard of this. It's a beautiful state where everything, we produce our best work effortlessly. Now that's system one. It's involuntary. It's always on network in our brains and it, and that takes in it takes in all of our stimuli and processes. So it's a system that makes automatic decisions for us. It's like turning our heads when we hear our names being called or freezing when we see a spider. Okay, so that's system one. Now system two is our reflective system. So system two runs the voluntary parts of our brains. It's the system that makes final decisions and chooses where to allocate our decisions. And the funny thing about how system two works is we assume a lot of things we do are purely conscious decisions made by system two. But in fact, almost everything we consciously decide on is based on automatic reactions and suggestions fed to us by system one. Isn't that incredible? So system two is basically in charge of everything that takes willpower and self-control and anything that's too difficult for system one. So how do we get distracted every day? Well, let's look at these two systems. Although system two is running our attention and our concentration, there's only so much to go around and it takes a lot of effort to stay focused on something. I'm sure you'd all agree because Every day we're bombarded all the time by distractions, which the system two part of our brains has to fight against. So distractions come in two main kinds. They come in sensory distractions, which is things that are happening around you, like New York City, the cars beeping, the subway, music, etc. And then emotional distractions. They are your inner dialogue, your thoughts about things happening in your life. So if you've ever had something emotional weighing on your mind, you'll know how hard it is to block out that kind of distraction. And scientists believe that this happens for a reason. If something is upsetting us, our brains want us to find a solution so we won't keep worrying about it. Putting it off doesn't help us concentrate because we can't truly let go of these worrying thoughts until we have a plan to work through it. 
Now, these kind of emotional distractions are the ones that pull us down the most. Even worse is that on average, when our minds wander, they tend to skew towards negative thoughts and focus on self-centered thoughts more than anything else. One strategy that we use at Neural Athletics is we get so many people coming in saying, Louisa, I've got this fear. And everyone has fears. I understand that. But it's about how do you manage those fears? And this is, what's, this is what I'm talking about here. It's about writing down and figuring out all of those thoughts, all of the self-centered thoughts, putting it on paper. What does it mean? And just doing, you know, what I call free writing. And so what's the answer to all this? Well, staying focused takes a lot of work. We know that. But just like our physical muscles, our attention muscle gets fatigued when we overwork it. So pushing ourselves to cognitive exhaustion means we end up mentally fatigued, which is less effective at our work, less effective in our dialogue with our significant other, and we become become easily distracted and more irritable. So how do we bring focus back? How can we refresh our minds? The first thing that you can be doing is meditating. I, or I speak about meditating a lot because I believe that meditation is a practice in focusing our attention and being aware of when it drifts. So this actually improves our focus when we're not meditating. So by the way, meditation has so many other benefits, but this is one of the big benefits that it has in maintaining focus. Now, I always suggest that you get up in the morning and you do 20 minutes or even 12 minutes of meditation first thing in the morning. That's number one. Second thing that I would suggest is spend time in nature. So to improve our ability to focus, we have to spend time in nature. And I know that's super hard here in New York City, but for all of my Australian listeners, you know that this is very simple. I say this because this is to help our brains switch off. An experiment that I read found that even going for a walk on a city street didn't let the brain switch off enough to fully recover its focus, whereas walking in a park offered far fewer things for the brain to pay attention and respond to. That's why getting out in nature, even going up to Central Park or even a park near you without your phone, without your headphones, just going for a walk will do wonders for your mind and your brain. Number three, last but not least, lose yourself in something that you enjoy. When you're completely wrapped up in something that you love doing, something that is so easy, something that you enjoy, your inner dialogue switches off. And this in turn lets your mind rest and you have the ability to focus on difficult tasks again later. When you do something you love, you release serotonin, more dopamine, which means you are happier. When you're happier, you are in turn using less mental energy. Did you know that it actually takes more mental energy to be negative? It takes more mental energy to put hate on somebody else. It takes more mental energy to think negative thoughts. So you're actually tiring yourself out if you are one of these people living in the negative spaces or doing things that you just don't love to do. How many people do I talk to every day that do things that they just don't like to do? Oh, I'm going out with the girls this weekend and doing this, but I don't want to do it, but everyone else is going, so I have to do it. I don't know how many times I hear this or um, I get that there are a lot of people in this day and age doing jobs and going to jobs that they hate and they probably feel like it's just 
sucking them dry because when you do something that you do not like and you're not enjoying, it takes so much mental energy. It just saps you of all of your brain energy. So I understand that aspect and I know it's, I'm not going to be one of those people that says, well, if you don't like what you're doing, just quit because I'm very self-aware to understand that sometimes in life that you just need to do work for the time being that, you know, to pay your bills, to get you to another place, even if you've got your side hustle on the side. But what I'm saying is when you can spend time doing things that you love, not what other people love, because in turn, you're just hurting yourself. So there you have it, guys. That is my short brain hack episode, neuroscience of focus to keep you guys in the know, to get you guys prepared for the week ahead, to, you know, spike something in your head that gets you to start working on yourself, to start building your brain, to start building that powerhouse inside your skull that can in turn get you to live a better life. Have an awesome week.